Let's get this going because she is hungry and she is Myra and I am Pedro. And this is another What the Talk episode under another nice, cold, rainy Friday. At least it's not like totally. Yeah, it's like, not pouring down like last time. But, you know, Myra, what's out this Friday? What's out today? What's out this week? Scream six, guys. Is it six? Scream? I thought it was four. I'm way no. behind. No, no, no. Four was a while ago. And then five came out semi-recently. This is six, boy. Didn't like they took a break after four? They took a long yeah, break they, after four. Yeah, there was a bit of a long break. Okay, uh, this is six. Are you gonna see this, Myra? Yes, yes, I am. Oh, you are. Yes, sir. Oh, you're the tickets. only one. I thought you. I honestly thought you weren't gonna go see this. No, I already have tickets for it. Have you been watching all? Have you seen all of them? This is the first one I've seen in theaters. I remember. I I think I rented the Scream um, Scream Five. Mm-hmm. I think I rented that one. Yeah, I yeah. did see it. I don't think okay. I saw it in theaters. Okay, okay, okay. So you're 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 caught up. Yeah, you're caught up. You're not going in blind. You know what's going on. Apparently, this one's really good. Is this supposed to be the last one? No, they already got a, already got approved, or I guess greenlit for another one after this. Jeez, how many how many you think they're gonna make of these? Hey, as long as people keep paying, they're cheap. That's the thing about the Scream. Okay, so horror movies are very famous for doing a couple things. One of them is being poorly rated by general audiences, so they they get rated harsher than most movies. Mm-hmm. Like a lot, like if a movie gets a B and it's a horror movie, that's like really, really, really good. Um, a couple other things: being very cheap. They do not horror movies generally do not cost a whole lot of money to make. Mm, okay. And also. In addition to being cheap, they make money. Poor movies are very lean and mean. They tend to make a lot of money back. So they are cheap, and they make you back your money. Well, yeah, if it's cheap, you should be able to make your money back exactly. and then some. Exactly, and people tend to like them. Yeah. So, uh, I would think they're a bit expensive, especially some actors. You get me? Might be expensive to get, but then again, horror movies usually get... Unknowns and... Uh, People who are slowly upcoming and stuff. Mm -hmm. Anyway, Myra, you like the movie Beetlejuice? Actually, yeah. I remember watching it back in a while ago. Well, Beetlejuice apparently is getting a sequel. I heard about it. With Michael Keaton and Jenny, is it Jenny Ortega? Oh, yeah, she's coming. She joined um, this. Wednesday, right? Yes. Yes, Jen, Jenny, Jen, Jenna, Jenna Ortega, Jenna Ortega. is uh, apparently going to be in it, and she's going to be playing the daughter. Tim Burton really liked Jenny Ortega. She he cast her as Wednesday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm sure he really did. She kind of gives us spooky vibes too. So I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. But um, excited over this news. I'm looking forward to. It. I want to. It's very interesting seeing Michael Keaton going back to his like old roles that he did like yeah. back in the '90s, like he's or '80s, 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 right? Yeah, uh, he's doing his Batman. He's you know back in uh, back in the suit. Mm-hmm, uh, he's mm-hmm. doing you know Beetlejuice. Or oh, apparently, I know. I don't know if it's confirmed or it, it, I don't know if it's happening or they're talking about it. I believe they said that it might be happening. There's sure. a higher chance of it happening than not happening. I'm pretty sure this is happening. Because mm-hmm. I know they've been wanting to make Beetlejuice 2 for a long time. I think um, I think it was like signed in as a, like it happening. Or like them actually like making progress towards it like for a while. And now it looks like they're finally, finally, finally. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Keep going. It looks like they are finally, finally, finally doing it. Yeah. Um. I've... Yeah, I mean, I saw this. I saw the first one a long time ago. I mean, I'll be um cool. I wonder if Alec Baldwin, Alec Baldwin, will be back. I know you don't like horror movies, so like, how are your feelings on this? I want to hear your thoughts. Eh. Eh. You, cool. So you watched the first one? Yeah, when I was, yeah. it wasn't horror. Eh, some things are spooky in it. Yeah, but it wasn't like horror horror. It was like fun horror, if you know what I mean. Mm. Like Wednesday is considered fun horror. Uh, Marvel's Werewolf by Night is considered fun horror where there's things that are meant to spook you but not completely give you nightmares and then there's horror which is like The Conjuring Scream would be considered fun horror you get what I'm saying? Yeah. if you 
the thing about Scream is that if you are a horror movie aficionado fan, fanatic, mm-hmm. you, you like horror movies. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Scream is like a celebration. Scream is a celebration yeah. of horror movies. You know, I like the meta-ness. Like, you know how, oh, like in horror movies, so-and-so always gets killed off first, so we're going to do this. And, you know. Yeah. Like, like uh, that's very enjoyable. And the thing is, like, some like horror movies are not stagnant. Like, they're, like, form Like, they get, like, a certain... They get necessarily uh, a formula, but they have... Um, they evolve. They change. Like, sometimes, like... Uh, You'll have the final person be someone that usually isn't the final person, or you'll have them do like something that's slightly different that really makes a, a difference. Um, like one of the, this is there a horror movie that I know um that was very well received was Sinister. I don't know if you ever heard of Sinister. Yeah, I've heard of it. Never bothered to see it. Uh, you should probably shouldn't watch it if well, regular horror. Movie I should definitely out. should watch it. Okay, you recommended it. If something happens to me, you are slowly responsible, and this podcast is proof that you told me to watch it. So, I like I really like the soundtrack. Like, it's so spooky and creepy. Like, I'll like I don't know, I'll listen to this on its own. Mm-hmm. And how do you listen to scary music on your own? That shit spooked the fuck out of you. It, it does, and I like it. It's it's okay. It's, well, Myra gets her her highs from horror movie soundtracks when i was younger i used to love horror movies like that's all i wanted to watch i just wanted to watch horror jesus movies jesus christ hope i don't have a daughter like that i'm like okay no you'll have one that's four years old and wanting to watch dead silence like i'm gonna be like i'm gonna be like okay you need to go to the therapist something's wrong with this one she wants to watch the conjuring but she doesn't want to watch star wars something's wrong with her it might not be my kid Anyway, Myra, um, and the rain is coming down. Myra, um, guess what happened today? Or guess what is also available today? What is also available? Fortnite Chapter 4 Season 2. New season dropped today, and it looks amazing. It's very anime-themed. It's very... Oh, sorry. Mm-hmm. It's called... It, the, the name of the season is called Mega... And it's very cyberpunk Japan. A lot of the skins are very Japanese-themed. Nice. Yeah, and Aaron Yeager from Attack on Titan is the secret skin. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, and his... On the gear, yeah, ODM gear. ODM gear will be a mythic later down the line. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. I always like the gear. Myra, you're a huge anime person. How come I haven't seen you hop on Fortnite? I have been super, super busy. But you know what? Lies. Lies. And I actually played Nier. You finally played Nier? Yes. I actually started it. When did you you start it the day I told you to start it? Or you started it later? No, no, no. I started it like a few days ago. Okay, that's how I know you don't listen to me. So we know that you don't listen to me. So Myra doesn't listen to me. I play by my own rules. There you go. She plays by her own rules. Um, Myra, um, are you going to play the new Fortnite season? Do you plan on playing it? Do you plan on hopping on and checking it out? Do you plan on looking it up? Do you plan on anything? You know, I, I think well, this season has Myra stuff in it. I will definitely... This is probably play. the last... Great, I think personally, Battle Pass, the last great Battle Pass Fortnite got was around this year, last year, around this time, last year. It's called Chapter 3, Season 2, and it was titled Resistance. And it was a war one. And it was pretty cool. I I liked most of the skins there. All the skins were great. I always gave that season pass or battle pass. I always gave it a solid seven, eight out of ten. This one is like a 9.5 out of 10. Oh, that's that fun already? There's always that one skin that's like, ah, whatever. But that one skin they gave us, I'm just like, I'm not interested in this one. It's total shit. I'm not a fan of it. I don't like it. No offense to anybody who created it. It just isn't my theme. 
but the first and the first and second page is amazing. You get past the third and fourth, which is the one that I'm not really a big fan of. But after that, it's banger after banger after banger after banger. I just want to grind this battle pass out. There is a fucking iguana in the game. An anime iguana? It's 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 an it's funny because apparently he's a crime boss, but he's a he's a sushi chef too. Chef. It's pretty cool. I think you gotta look it up, Mario. It's get pretty yourself, cool. Get yourself a man that can do both. Exactly. Get yourself a man that can do both, or get yourself a man that looks at Doctor Fate the way I looked at Doctor Fate watch when I was watching Black Adam. She knows how I was looking at him. I do know. Um, yeah, this 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 looks awesome, man. It's and then they put a futuristic Tokyo type of city in the map now. Uh, futuristic bikes. Leon and Claire from Resident Evil are coming to Fortnite, so I'm also excited for that. I love Leon; it's one of my favorite video game characters of all time. And then I also heard that Akira. Is that right? The anime Akira? Yeah. Yes, yeah. Akira might show up in Fortnite as well. There is a cool little Easter egg to him in the cinematic trailer. Some people believe he might be showing up, whether he he does or he doesn't. I don't know. It would be cool to see him there, but yeah. I dropped a lot of stuff on you, huh? You're like, anything else that you think I might know that's going to be in there? Um, That's as far as I know. All I, I've seen images of Leon and Claire already. In the game, they're still being worked on, but I can't wait. And do you know, Myra, what's also what also came out this week? What else? Resident Evil Four Chainsaw Man demo. Oh, it was the, the demo, right? Yes, I know you didn't play it. Um, I told my brother. You about should it. ask me if I've played it. I'm assuming it's gonna be yes. I did play it, and then I didn't. I was playing it, and right before I got to the big village, the whole thing crashed my system. Oh. And I was like, fuck no. So I reset the PS5. It came back on. Obviously, hey, there was an issue with this. Here's accepting and all that. I was like, cool. And I was just starting again. I was like, you know what? I'm going to wait. <laughs> There's going to be an update. If this is a current issue, I'm sure they're going to update it. I'm not risking it. But then again, I think I might be one of the very few people that got it. Because I got on Twitter to see if anybody else reported this. And everybody else seemed fine with it and called it amazing. So it might have been just a me personal issue that probably happened. But yes. And then Resident Evil 4 comes out on the 24th. The next time we do another podcast episode. You'll be ready to... I am ready, Myra. This month is packed with so much stuff for me to do. So I asked my brother because he actually really likes Resident Evil 2. Yeah. Um, and did he play three? I I think he's played all the new remakes. Okay, good, 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 good. So he was talking about how I guess uh, I think Resident Evil three that there was an that I guess it was a short game. There was like an achievement for being able to finish the whole game in like three hours. Yeah. And um, he uh, he seems like he's very excited for this one. Too. This month, this month is super packed, super packed. Because, look, we have Shazam, we have Resident Evil, we have the new Fortnite season that dropped that finally, we're finally over with that season one. I was kind of dragging for me. And then we have Dungeons and Dragons. That movie looks really fun. I think we need to check that one out. Myra. That one does look fun. I actually uh, like the like some of the trailer spots that I've seen. Yeah, like, like, I've seen peaks. it too. And you know what's giving me good positive vibes about it? Chris Pine. Besides Chris Pine, uh, apparently some people, some dungeon masters, people that actually play Dungeons and Dragons, apparently they saw some trailers of it and they wanted to get their actual thoughts on it. And apparently the film is very true to the actual game. But the thing that gives me the most positive eye is that this film doesn't feel like it's being jammed in my mouth. You ever notice that? When films feel... when. When movies feel like they're being jammed in your face, you're seeing it everywhere, it feels like the movie sucks and they're just trying to get as many people as they can in that first week so they can make as much money because they know the movie sucks. 
Or if they're super, super confident, they think... No, 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 because this never happened. This has never happened. This happened with Batman v Superman. This happened with Justice League. The most recent ones I can remember. It happened with these, those two. And it happens with all the Avenger movies. But, well, the the only one I saw that was legit was Infinity War. But with Endgame, I hardly saw any. I did see some, like, advertisement, but it wasn't, like, jammed in my face like Infinity War was. But Infinity War was great. But I've noticed that a lot of these films, sometimes when they get jammed in your face, it's usually, like, a sign, like, ooh, this thing might not be good, actually. Not the only one no. that's noticed that either. No, usually what they do when they don't really like, let's say they don't really think it's gonna yeah do great something good, they tend to drop the advertisement. Like they don't go as far as they could have. Like they end up like kind of like dropping it. Mm-hmm. Kind of like what Netflix does with most of their shows, where they kind of just like let the people decide. Like mm-hmm. they they don't really advertise their stuff. Like I, I you know I remember like looking up like oh when does this show come out and I was like oh wow it's already out yeah and then you see it and it's trash yeah and you're like oh wow I can't I, like I was waiting for this show and then it's, it's been out for a whole week and we go I guess I sh- I guess um March twenty second oh wow to me oh my god yeah Dungeons and Dragons comes out yep this month the twenty second twenty second of March yeah we're in March yeah twenty second of March what else comes out. In that time. Shazam. Shazam comes out next week. This whole month is pretty packed, actually. This whole month is pretty packed. I am happy I got that AMC. Oh, so you ended up getting after all? Oh, I mean, I still have it. I haven't seen the billing yet. I'm sure I'm going to get it by the time I go see... Uh, when we go see Dungeons and Dragons, I'm sure that's when I'm going to get the billing for it. But no fuss, no muss so far. Um, I'm liking it. I mean, I'm not going to spend, you know... I guess the amount. Or I guess I am, but not in like double hit. It's just in one shot and I'm going to get both these films. Mm-hmm. I might get to go see something else. Anyway, um, Myra, what are you watching? What's up with the Myra Dojo? Or the Myra Moment? Or the Myra Corner? Or the Myra Mind? I, I like that better, the Myra Mind. The Myra Mind. Should we re, re rename this section to the Myra Mind? Mm, the Senpai, Senpai's Corner. Um, let me think. Well, actually, I got back into My Hero Academia. I don't know if you've ever seen that one. Uh, yes, I have. Um, I've seen a little bit. Didn't kind of really get too into it. I'm a casual fan of the series. Mm-hmm. Um, you, this is one series. You know how I talked about how I have like different habits of watching anime. Yeah, like certain ones I'm like I'm there day one. Uh, other ones mm-hmm. I'm uh, uh, I wait a little bit and then I watch the rest of the episodes mm-hmm. or I'll watch them in chunks or I'll wait for the whole series to, yeah. to like end and then I'll watch it. For My Hero Academia, I like to watch it in like little batches sometimes. Uh huh. So, I'm caught up to the dub. I usually watch it dub. I don't have a problem watching it subbed. Like, it, it just, I don't know. For some reason, I just ended up watching it dubbed. Because before, I was watching it subbed. And then, um, I don't know, I just, I got busy. So, it just kind of, like, piled up. and like, oh, by then, I was like, oh, I guess I can watch it the, the dub. Wow, um, since it's already out. And I, I do like the actors on the show. They're pretty good. So. Yeah. I look forward to that. And then, um, I started watching, um... Licorice uh, Recoil. Mm-hmm. Basically, cute girls shooting stuff. That sounds about... um. Very, very anime. That sounds like most animes, but okay. I heard good things about it, so I was like, okay, let's see. You, you hear a lot of good things from a lot of this shit. Yeah. Yeah. I try to... <laughs> I don't have a whole lot of time to spread, so mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, I'll watch something that people give good reviews about or mention the good thing. Now, positivity versus something... Now, good. You're sitting here and you're watching all this shit, but you've seen Andor, right? You've seen the whole thing. Yes. Okay. Are you watching The Mandalorian? I'm an episode behind. <sighs> I honestly don't know what to do sometimes with you, Meyer. I honestly don't know what to do with you sometimes. 
Anyway, why are you an episode behind? Now you're in trouble. On the podcast. I'm just kidding. You're an episode behind? Yeah, just one episode behind. The next episode is amazing and it still upsets me that IGN gave it a 5 out of 10. You gave that a 5 out of 10? Come on, guys. It's hard to defend IGN when they do shit like this sometimes. Like, come on, guys. This was clearly a better episode than the last one. Maybe the person that saw it and reviewed it wasn't really as interested in it. That's fine, but... Yeah, this episode was fantastic. I thought the first episode had a lot of good setup. You know, like, ooh, things are, you know... Yeah, and this one's like, woo! Yeah, this is the first time I noticed in a show where the second episode is not like a, oh, here we go again. (laughs) You know? Retread, like, you know, how uh, they had their little formula you were complaining about before that they go from you know one planet something happens mando says no then mando you know what it's funny because in this one they fixed that issue so you know how they're looking for the memory for the droid Mm -hmm. in the first episode Mm -hmm. so in this episode um he goes to the planet tatooine back to that lady with the curly hair he goes back to her ask her for the for the memory of the droid they were like no you can't find this this and that she gives him an astromech droid, and he's like, I don't want it, this and that. He's like, no, take it, it's going to be great. And that literally sends him to where he needed to go. I was like, oh, thank fucking God. She wasn't like, well, he can help you get the mind, but they're going to need you to do something for them. Like, I can help you, but first you got to do this. Yeah, it's like, what the fuck? Serious. I like that they were like, look, they can't get you the part, but let me help you out. Take this astromech droid. He can help you out. He can do a much better job than the other one. As simple as that. And she convinced him. He's like, fine. And he gets to where he needed to go. And the episode keeps going. And he doesn't even waste time. It just gets straight to it. No fuss. No muss. And it leaves on a cliffhanger. You're like a glorious one. A fantastic cliffhanger. So should I wait until the next episode? You never wait. You never wait. Oh, I don't have that cliffhanger. You never wait. You never wait. You don't wait. You just get straight to it. That's what you should be doing. You shouldn't be asking me, should I wait? No, you just get to it. And it's not like a cliffhanger like, I wonder what's going to happen there. It's more of like, I wonder what they're going to talk about this situation that of what they just discovered. He's going to Mandalore to bathe in the waters of Mandalore, right? Well, they find some shit in there that shouldn't have been there. And now it's like, what the fuck did I just saw? As a fan of Star Wars, we fans know what the fuck is it that she saw. But how she's going to react to it and how they're going to figure out this problem is a whole nother thing. And plus, I think it's time for Mandalorians to just take back Mandalore. In other words, it's time for Mandalorians to unite. You know, I want to see that Mandalorian unite already. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. That's what I want. Anyway. It's a good episode. Any questions? Any questions? It looks like I have some stuff to do. Definitely. It's a a good episode. It was a really good episode. It was a really great episode. The the first episode of this season, it's a what? 8 out of 10? They say it's an 8 out of 10? 7 out of 10? It's an 8 no, out of 10. No, no, the last episode was really good. Yeah, it's like yeah. A, people say it's an 8 out of 10. This one's an 8 out of 10. If not, it might be a 9 out of 10. But it's not lower than an 8. It's a great episode. It's it's continuing to flow. Like, definitely not a 5? Not a fucking 5. I mean, I don't know. Again... Do you remember why you said it was a 5? Um, apparently, it? it suffered from the same thing as some episodes from Game of Thrones. Too dark... Oh, like, like not, I, 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 I will I will look up right now their review, their short review of it. I will look it up. In the meantime, Myra's going to play some music. Myra, go ahead and play some music while I look for this. Imagine I just play elevator music. <laughs> no, it's okay. You don't have to play. But, yeah, no, I mean, it's just, you know, it's like, come on, guys. You guys can't, you can't do this to me, right? Right? 
like, oh, but we can. Yeah, okay, so did. The Last of Us is right here, so The Mandalorian should be somewhere around here. Have you watched The Last of Us? No, I'm not really watching it. Mm-mm. Here it is. Okay. Here you go. So IGN gave uh, Season 3, Episode 2 review. Uh, they did a 5 out of 10. Again, I don't know what the person who reviewed it. I don't know them. Um, I'm sure they have their reasons. But this is what they said. The darkness of the minds of Mandalore might have been meant to establish a horror mood. Uh, okay. But it makes it the... F- uh, the fights nearly unwatchable and duels to impact and dolls to impact emotional conversation. It focuses on nostalgia and questionable visuals, blunts, what should have been a far more powerful moment for the series. I don't know who told you it was. I don't know. I knew I never got horror vibes. I got more of like, yo, something's up here. Something's about to go down right here. That's it. And something does go down. Um, whatever to his point is, I mean, if that's how he felt, cool. IGN is made out of multiple people, so one person does not stand for IGN. It's a bunch of people. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, no, I do not agree with that. I think it's a perfect episode. It's a great episode continuing the last one. Are you watching The Bad Batch? No, I'm not that. I'm not watching that. Why aren't you watching The Bad Batch? Because I'm watching The Last of Us. But, okay, let's talk about The Last of Us. Okay, I think you want to talk about The Last of Us. Let's talk about The Last of Us. Go for it. Okay, so this is coming from someone who did not play the video game. And The Mandalorian needs to be watched. And we're done talking about The Last of Us. Done. I'm kidding, go for it. I can't. I know you're a fan of the first game. I'm surprised you haven't seen it. I would, especially since I'm. Uh, Who told you I'm a fan of the first game? So you mentioned it once before that you played it once. No, <laughs> I played it once. I couldn't get into it. It wasn't my game. Wasn't fan at the time. Never bothered to play it again. Did, really? So what did you do with it? <laughs> like, did, did they... it's still in my library, in my PlayStation library, just shoved in there. There it is. In its glory, in high definition, The Last of Us Remastered. Honestly, if we really, like, think about it, Pedro Pascal has, like, carved himself a little a little uh, niche where he plays father to adopted child. Yeah, yeah. I saw them. a meme that said, let's make a movie. This movie, we need to make this movie about this guy that's protecting this kid. Who do we cast? So I was like, let's get Pedro Pascal. Like, Perfect. 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 Um, okay, so just a quick little background. I played The Last of Us in 2012 when it originally came out. Uh, it was lent to me by a friend. I couldn't really get too into it. I, it was too slow at the time, and I think at the time I wanted to play more like Call of Duty, Modern Warfare 3 uh, on PS3. So I didn't really bother to really get too into it. So I just completely stopped playing the game and went to go play something else. I never went back and touched the game. With all that being said, yes, The Last of Us, the game, it's one of the greatest games made of all time. It was superior to what it was to its time, and it still has an impact till this day. The Last of Us Part Two. Some people say it was a, it was uh, our good friend Chicken. We'll say it was it wasn't as great as the first one. So we will say it was fantastic or better than the first one. That's completely up to debate. It's up to you as the listener. What you guys think? Feel free to hit us up at what the pop at Instagram. The, you know. Um, other than that, um, when I heard they were making a show, I was like, "Cool, let's hope it's great." Every every time I see people talk about it, they're always on edge of every episode. People just can't get enough of it. So that's great, but yeah. Um, that's my background that I know from The Last of Us. Uh, the guy with the colored eyes, with the beanie, mm-hmm. in the last episode, and they were in the snow, right? Yeah. The guy with, yeah, there's one with, like, facial hair. He looks really pretty. I'm sure you found him behind somewhere or something. His name is Troy Baker. That's the original voice actor for Joe, for Joe. in the video game. So. So you're a fan of the video game. This is a good Easter egg for you. Like, oh, like, oh, I'm not a fan of the video game. I'm a fan of him. His work. His work. He actually was in Full Metal Alchemist, too. 
Yes, and I know uh, he played Joker, too. Yeah, and he also uh, was in one of my favorite games of all time and played one of my favorite video game characters, Booker Duet from Bioshock Infinite. So, I know who Troy, Troy Baker is. I've actually seen him in person at the Game Awards. Uh, I've never said it. i never gone up to him and said hi. Fun fact, I've seen a lot of these famous YouTubers and voice actors from video games. And I saw Zachary Levi. And, and I've never bothered to go up and talk to them. Just because like, I feel like, they, like they're already sometimes moshed with people in front of them. So, I'm sure like one more person, <laughs> it's not going to help their case. So I never bother really to talk to them. If I do, it's just like, hey, guys. Oh, hey, how's it going? Oh, hey. And that's it. You know, the other day, uh, when the last time I was at the Game Awards 2019, uh, Megan Camarena, a.k.a. Strawberry17, was sitting in front of the building. She was going through something with her bag, and she looked like she was in a rush. So I was like, I'm not going to go say hi, man. She looked like she's trying to rush to look for something. Last thing she needs, I did say hi to Jake Baldino, so... Hi, Jake Baldino. Um, but anyway, yeah. So back to the whole Trey Baker thing. Yeah, I, I don't know who he's playing. I'm not too familiar with the character he's playing. But yes, if anybody's listening, the guy with the colored eyes, with the beanie in the snow, facial hair, only guys that should have colored eyes, blue eyes, that's Troy Baker, and he's the original voice actor for Joe in the video game. I enjoy the relationship <laughs> that they have between Joel uh-huh. and Ellie. So, like, seeing it, I know that's, like, part of the mm-hmm. the appeal of the video game. Like, it's not just a, a, zomb- a shooting-em-up game. Yeah. You're killing the zombies. You're it's also, it's a real story-driven game, yeah. It, yeah, it's a story-driven um, game where you get to see the characters develop, like, from going from, like, characters who don't like love each other to uh-huh. characters who are like oh that's like this is not my dad but he's like he's not my dad but he's my dad you get me mm-hmm. like this is the guy who's raising me now yeah so this is family so you get to see that so you're kind of seeing like parts of it you know develop in the show and if you're not like let's say you're not a, a video game person or uh, it's a way to enjoy the story without having to like necessarily play the video game you know i know a lot of people will or watch, like, walkthroughs and then see, like, how their relationship develops through that. Yeah, it's funny because even the actress, um, I think she plays, they showed uh, Ellie being born, right? The mom has, like, a yellow dress or something in the show. Mm, I don't remember that. Maybe it's... This scene right here? I'm sure, I'm sure oh, okay. it's, you've seen it, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, the girl that, I believe she plays uh, Ellie's mom. Uh, the the actress is called Ashley Johnson. She voices Ellie in the video game. She also does the voice in one in um, Vox Machina. She does one of the voices. Yep. If you guys have seen a or a she does in Vox Machina season two's out. Yes. Have you seen it? I saw like the first episode. I need to. I haven't it. seen it. I have not gotten a chance to see it. Um, yeah, Ashley Johnson. And for anybody else who wants to know a bit of Ashley Johnson. She was in the first Avengers movie. Aha, uh-huh, and you're wondering who she is, right? She is the waitress that says, Steve Rogers, just Captain America, just came and saved my life. She plays the waitress. You could see her in a deleted scene when Captain America's having uh, breakfast. And she approaches Steve. She's like, you're waiting for him, right? You're waiting for him. Everybody that comes here comes here just to see if he flies out. But if you watch the movie, uh, I think at the end of the fight, she shows up and she's talking to a, to a news reporter. And you actually see her with a really good frame right there talking. So there you go. That's nice. She, had to, she actually had to be like in the first Avengers movie. Yeah, she was in the first one. Again, I think she's only in it for like maybe a minute or less. She, it's a really small part. She shows up. If you're a fan of who she is, like I am, you spot her right away. Hey, if you get lines in a movie... Like she gets, I'm sure she gets residuals from that. That's like a, a steady like check that comes in every once in a while. Especially there you go. for an Avengers movie. Mm-hmm. You think she still gets checks from that movie? Problem. She gets like a dollar a, a month or something. You don't think so? No, no, I do, I do. If you have a voice 
if you have a voice. Okay, here we go. Really talk, you do get money for it. I know for like ads. How too? much you think she get? How, how much you think she made for that little role? A little small part. I don't know. I have because they get. She's got to be up on that big Marvel money now. <laughs> no, it's not a lot. It's not a lot. I know, I know. I just always like, ooh, look at her getting her star in the first more Avengers movie. Look at that. She probably gets like 30 bucks a month or something. That's not probably. bad. That's not bad. Say 30 bucks, something like that. That's hey, that's, that's, that's two subscriptions right there. That is two subscriptions. That's two subscriptions on Disney, so no complaining. Anyway, um, you were saying, though, uh, The Last of Us. Back to The Last of Us. Los Ultimos. Los Ultimos. The um, Last of Us. I'm Joe and you're Ellie. They really no, put a lot work. of work into the cinematography. It yeah. doesn't feel like it's... It doesn't feel like a show. Yeah, it feels like more like a movie, like the yeah. way it's shot. It's, it's funny because, like, even though I haven't sat down and watched it, I've actually seen how it looks. And I'm like, God damn, that's a dang good looking show right there. They put a lot of work into it. I think Disney should take notes from HBO. And some of their shows make it more cinematic. Yeah. Not only cinematic, but the way their shows look is just like, whoa, dang. Whoa, 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 whoa. Look at that. It looks fantastic. Can't wait. You don't like those uh, Zach and Cody uh, sitcom uh, laugh track shows? I'm going to ask you this. Are you a fan of those shows? Because Zoe 101 apparently is coming back. I do you know what? I didn't ask for it. Is it true I though? Is don't it coming back? remember if, if um, mm-hmm. I remember hearing this, but I'm pretty sure it was Zoe 101. The Zoe 101 was like the first uh, Nickelodeon um, teen drama that was shot. Mm-hmm. Okay, so there are certain shows that are sitcoms, and they're shot in a specific way. That they are shot in uh, in double cameras, mm-hmm. so there's a camera on the side, and there's one one on each side, I think, and then one like front facing them. Yeah. So it goes, you know, when they're talking, pans to one character, and then goes into the other character, and it's basically just those two shots. Then there's single camera shots, and that's how movies are shot. Mm-hmm. They have one camera, and it like moves with them, you know, and they like it goes around. Yeah, and it gives it that real life. Yes, you know. it gives it more more character, or whatever. It is, yeah. Something else, a little extra. So, Zoe 101 was like the first Nickelodeon teen drama that was shot like that on Nickelodeon. Like a movie? Yes, it was shot with one camera. It wasn't shot like a sitcom. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, so Zoe 101 is gaining a reunion. According to People, Spears has confirmed that she will be returning to star as the uh, titular Zoe Brooke in the forthcoming Paramount Plus sequel. So Nickelodeon series due to later this year. It's funny because I actually did watch like iCarly the 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 first season. Yeah, when it came out. How you liking it? Same, a lot of the same humor. You know, mm-hmm. it's a uh, back to. I, I mean, I miss I miss Sam Jen McCurdy, but I understand a hundred percent that she just like she wants to put acting like behind her. Yeah, like, you know the pain that her mom put her through, and like you you heard about her book, right? What she named it. Oh, thank God my mom's dead or yeah, something yeah, like yeah. that. Yeah. So I, you know, I don't know if it's I like an inside joke going on with her or something, mm-hmm. but I did hear that like, there's reasons why she doesn't want to be in in acting anymore, which is like I'm like that's sure she doesn't want to be in it. Yeah, she like she suffered a lot. Like she was like bulimic. Like her? Do you, do you did you read the book? What's okay? No, no, I, I, I kind of want to know what what happened here. No, no, then. I heard her talk about the book and her talk about her life a little bit, so that's how I know. Okay, so what happened here? Like, do you know? So like, her mm-hmm. mom basically, her mom put all their like family hopes and dreams on her. So if she didn't work, she her family didn't eat basically. So her money, her mom was like living off of her. I think she was, like, taking her money. She was, like, making her, like, not eat. You know, it was, like, a, it was a lot. Oh, shit. So, it was, like, okay. Okay, okay. So, it's just, like, she suffered a lot. Yeah, so, it was kind of, like, mental abuse in a, in a sense, you could say. Yeah. She was taken, taken advantage of pretty much by her yes. own mom. Exploited. Yeah, and her dad didn't. I don't know about her dad. I don't know if she has a dad around. Or yeah, she, okay. Just and I'm guessing the mom passed away already? Yes, yes. Oh man, that's that's not good. Uh, that's not good at all. But you know, sorry to hear that, friend I Jeanette. I did know for a fact that something went down between her and her mom, 
and it's why she's quit acting. But again, I I'm not too sure what what really happened. But yeah. Well, I I had fun with the first season. You know, it was a nice uh like oh we're return. back to yeah return with all the the actors. Mm-hmm. Um, some actors are I guess slightly better than others. So like. <laughs> So you can you can kind of see the difference now now yeah. that you're older. Like, do that. you feel like Miranda Cosgrove has gotten better as an actress? Mm. This is the first her. time we spend this much time talking about iCarly on this podcast. I don't want to. Our listeners are probably like, "What the fuck, Diver? That's a listen to this shit." I grew up with it. I thought it was funny. Uh, Miranda was great. Uh, I always wanted a school of rock too. Um, and when I heard they were making a, a, a continue, that's why I got Paramount Plus. I actually wanted to see it and I liked it. And I think Spencer has matured in the right ways. I think all the characters have matured in the right way. The only thing that bugs me about the show is Freddy's situation. They made him kind of like pathetic. They or, made him, a, like- yeah, they made him a bit pathetic. I don't think Freddy deserved that. I think like... He got married and got divorced. Okay, fine. I get that. Shit does happen. But I feel like he, he could have been a little bit, you know, more independent, I guess you could say. If I'm more making sense. More adult, more grown up, more, yeah. more put together. More, yeah, a little bit more put together. I think a better hold on his daughter would have also worked out too. But again, it, it is what it is. I, he's not a complete ass. He's not a complete moron. But, yeah, and same thing with the actor that plays uh, Gibby. Uh, Gibby does not want to come back to iCarly. And that's, like, the one everyone wanted. I love but Gibby, but I also get what he was saying, that he his character was treated like the, the punch joke, the butt joke. And people loved him, though. Yeah, I mean, I get it. If I was playing, if I was the actor that played Gibby, I probably would ask for a... a Give me a bit of Gibby, but give me a change, too. You get me? Don't just make me a complete ass. But I do like that the actor that played his little brother did came back in one episode. Gubby. Gubby. And he's like, happy birthday. <laughs> um, but, yeah, overall, I, I liked it. So, Zoe 101 is getting a reunion. I think Nancy's Classified should have gotten one. Yes. I, but like, I'm... I'm there day one for Zoe 101. I really, really like that show. That show was fine, but I think I would prefer... Nancy Classified, too. I mean, at the end of the day, too, I think it sucks we haven't gotten it, but I get why. But where's Drake and Josh? (laughs) Uh, The granddaddy of these shows. I feel like Drake and Josh is, like, the one. They are the MVP of this. I think uh, the reason... They haven't done it because of Drake Bell and his, like, legal problems. Oh, uh, I mean, I don't think Drake Bell's legal problems are as serious as people make it out to be. I, from what I heard, it sounded like... I don't know. I just remember back... I don't know if anything got disproven. Something about him, like, hanging out with, like, minors. Uh, and, like, getting them in dangerous situations. Um, I, I think that was more just on his kid. But I think he... I think what he was trying to... Yeah, he has a he has a He has a kid. I think he was trying to do something with the kid that was, like, fun. But I guess someone on the outside is, like, dangerous. And he's putting kids in danger. It's it's a whole thing. But, I mean, again, it's not like he's sexually harassing kids or doing some weird shit. As far as I'm concerned, again, from what I heard. But, I mean. and then but, but, in his But besides though. that, besides that, the other issue is that Drake, I think the actor Drake Bell and Josh Peck don't really get along. They get along now better. I yeah, they I get remember. along a little better now, but they did have some bad blood a couple years back. All of us were, like, mad at Josh uh, Peck for not inviting him to his wedding. Yeah. Why didn't you invite him to his wedding, bro? I mean, honestly, I don't think I would fucking care if I wasn't invited to someone's wedding. It's their wedding. They someone, choose who they want. Yeah, someone who died. I'm great friends with a friend of mine named Patrick. Uh, I was not invited to his wedding. I have no hate towards him. I have no problems with him. I his wedding is his thing. He chooses the people he wants there. And as a friend, I respect that, and I'm happy he got married. And that's the end of that. Mm -hmm. The last thing I'm gonna go do to Patrick is why didn't you invite me to your wedding? You fucking out. No, come on. 
they choose the people they want there because those are the people they feel closest to. And, and it should would, be said that. And as much as they'd want to invite you sometimes, it's expensive. Like, you, it's, have, you invite it, the family, and it, then the family Yeah, exactly. There, it it, it could get expensive. Again, again, my friend, even, even my friend John, my, my friend Patrick got married. We were great friends in high school. We talked from time to time. You know, when we get a chance, we talk to each other. I think he was, like, one of the first persons I actually hung out once I graduated from, once we graduated from high school. There's a very few short list of people I've hung out with. He's he's on that list. I still consider him a very close, dear friend. But he got married. I was not invited to his wedding, and I have no problem with that. It's his wedding. It's his thing. He chooses the people there. If you got married and you didn't invite me, I'm not going to get mad. It's your wedding. You choose the people there. It's your life. I'm happy he got married. Same thing with Patrick. I'm happy he got married. I'm happy as a wife. I'm happy as a kid. I'm happy he's doing great. And Drake shouldn't have acted the way he did. <laughs> um, but heading back to uh, to Nickelodeon, I want to see Nez Declassified and get its own reunion. I think that'd be cool. I think the actors are really great friends with each other, the three main actors. And I don't think they're doing anything. Yeah, I think Dev- Devon Warkheiser, I think he could have... I, I don't know. I think he could, he could use some roles. Myra, before we wrap this podcast up, did you hear that Taylor Arrington, or did I say that right? Er, Taylor. Edgerton? Edgerton, I think. He plays Iggy in Kingsman. Yeah. Did I say that right? Taylor Edgerton, I think. Okay. He said that he believes that Marvel films might not be the best pick for him anymore for his career. I think I just lost my future Iceman. <laughs> I think he could have played a great Bobby Drake. Hey, so there are some people who want to be seen in movies mm-hmm. and want to be beloved, you know, by huge crowds for for popcorn movies, you mm-hmm. know, you know, movies that uh, people actually go out and see. Yeah, family. And, then, um, and yes, families. And then there's people who just want to do artsy films, mm-hmm. and they want to be nominated by Oscar, you know, with Oscars, mm-hmm. and they want to hold that, you know, that statue. You think that's where he's at? It could be. Okay. Maybe he's more of an artsy person. Maybe you know? fair enough. He does do some like non so artsy stuff, like I, well, I don't Kingsman. know Kingsman, yeah, but Kingsman has a. a Maybe he's burned out it. by Kingsman. Could be. Maybe he doesn't want to do more action films. He's like, yeah, I've done Kingsman. This is my this is my superhero movie. He did that cool one with Hugh Jackman, but I never got a chance to see it. The skiing movie? It's like a skiing. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. I think that was like a his like Oscar um, play. Yeah. Same with that when he did uh, Rocket Man. And he played yeah. uh, Elton John. Elton John, yeah. Sorry, Elton John. And speaking of Elton John, Richard Madden was in there. And Richard Madden is back on the small screen in Citadel. I don't know why, but that that interests me. I don't know why. That show interests me. I don't know why. There was something about it. I was like, I want to see this. I don't know why. What's that about? I don't know. It looked interesting. <laughs> uh, it has one of the Jonas Brothers' wife, and I think it's about spies on spy kind of thing. I think Richard Madden is really trying to get that James Bond role. He's like, I'm going to get it no matter what. I think he's really fishing for that James Bond role. I wonder if they'd ever get Henry Cowell, but I feel like they want to get someone younger. Yeah. Do you think Richard Madden is good for Bond? He could do it. He could definitely do it. He's young enough. Yeah. It's definitely not a no. What's his his age? How old is he? Hmm. I could see it. He, I don't know. He wasn't, he wouldn't be my first choice for it. Who would be your first choice to play Henry Cowell. I think he has like that suave. Oh, that, uh, Richard Madden is thirty six. I think he's good age to play Bond. How old was Daniel Craig when he played? Probably around that age. I don't know. Daniel Craig, like, I feel like he looked. He he hasn't aged mm-hmm. to me, but he looked older than he was when he started those movies. Daniel Craig was thirty eight, so only two years, two years younger. Two years older, two years younger. Um, yeah, I think I think Richard Madden. I can see it. Like, I, I put my money in Richard Madden. Uh, Richard Madden. Uh, people are saying Henry Cavill for James Bond. I think Henry Cavill should play Doctor Doom. Yeah, 
if you play the good guy, you play the superhero, why not, the, the 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 hero? I think he'll have fun playing the villain. He can do both. That's what I'm saying. My my, I, if I was working at Marvel, I'd be like, dude, we need to try to secure uh, Henry Cavill here. Now that he's available, I know they looked like they were trying to get him before. But yeah. Then, um, when he thought he was gonna get you know be back to be Superman, he's like, oh, let me um, uh, I'm gonna cancel on y'all's. Superman's calling. <laughs> Superman was calling. Uh, Myra, anything you want to add to this podcast before we wrap it up? She doesn't know what to say, ladies and gentlemen. She is speechless. Speechless Myra. No? So, we are three weeks in for Ruby, if anyone is a Ruby fan. Oh, okay. And it has been very, a very, okay, so Ruby's very well known for being, like, not the best written show. That shit and sucks. it's been very pleasant. Recently? Yes. Okay. People were, like, surprised, like, I'm like, wow, like, this is actually, like, mm-hmm. like, I don't know, like, I don't know if uh, the writers just, the extra time helped them out with, mm-hmm. like, writing it, or I don't know what happened, but basically... Made I'm by like, Rooster Teeth. Yeah, yeah, I'm like, <laughs> where have you guys been? Like, where have all these... It finally got good? It finally starts to the, make more sense. The fact that it took you third season for this shit to get good is... is Nine. Nine seasons? Yes. I'm a fan of the series. The fact that it took you nine seasons for this shit to get good is truly a, a testament to your, uh... To your fan, fan base. Myra, I think that's it for today, right? Yes. Have you been watching Trigun, the new one? I've watched like the first four episodes. Oh, the new Trigun? Mm-hmm. You liking it? Yeah. All right. Well, I like I haven't the, bothered watching it's pretty it, violent. So. I was like, oh, I don't remember it. All righty then, Myra. I think we're done for the day, guys. Thank you so much for listening. Like, always, oh, she's... Myra. There you go. And I am Pedro. Feel free to hit us up at... Instagram at what the what the pop at w h a t t h a p o p or come directly to me at p r o d dot ninety four underscore at Instagram guys like follow like always subscribe you guys sticking around she sticks around I stick around and we do this and we talk about it. Because there might be some people that are not talking about it. You know, hit us up. Let us know what you guys want us to talk about. Let us know. Hit us up, you know. Season four, man. Let's 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 bring it, right? Let's bring it. Right? Absolutely. Let's bring it. Season four. If you guys want to hear us talk about something, let us know. We'll talk about it. Thank you guys so much for listening. See you guys on the next one. Oh wow, this thing is there we go. Oh, got it. Alright, cool. Peace.